Hello and welcome to Unlicensed Entertainment. I'm your host, Carl Entner. Uh, with me today is my lovely wife, Natasha. Hola, good morning. I didn't use... Uh, konnichiwa? Konnichiwa? Why are you saying konnichiwa? Because I was just saying a bunch of uh, hellos oh. in different languages. It's very cultural. Of you. Yeah, and now you ruined it. I didn't use do the usual bit where I uh, talk about, you didn't take my last name thing, because apparently my brother thinks I don't have a sense of humor and doesn't get that I'm joking around with that. I guess you told me, he's like, that's really an antiquated thing. Like, people don't really need to take their names anymore. Like, I am joking around. Like, I, I we've talked about you change your name for personal reasons. I don't yeah. want to go on the podcast. But it's not like I went like, you have to change your name. Yeah. I'm not like that guy. It's a joke. It's a bit. It's a fun way to begin the show, but apparently I can't do that. If you brought it up, I was going to be like, well, still don't have a baby, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is, again, we're on the same page with the baby thing. You guys, I'm blinking. I'm good. I'm not under distress at all. You're blinking? What is that? How can I? What? I don't like, know where you're you going You know when people like, blink to say that you're okay? Oh, to blink to say that you're okay or that you're in trouble? I don't know. I think blinking. Did I, did I? If you're if you're signaling, if you feel like you have to signal, does that mean you're in trouble? So are you telling everyone that you're in trouble right now? I guess. Yeah. I mean, I had to make my own coffee right now, so yeah. Yeah, you're poor woman. Poor woman. Yeah, I've tried putting a marshmallow in my coffee to make it like hot cocoa. It it's not giving what I want it to give. Because it's not cocoa. Cocoa rules and coffee's disgusting. But if they made cocoa like. Most of hot cocoa mix already has some type of milk in it, and your girl's lactose intolerant, so... Uh, well, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know how we got into coffee chat. Yeah, coffee, coffee corner. Talk. Coffee corner. Coffee corner? Yeah, because yeah. coffee talk, I think, was taken by SNL. All right, so let's get into the show. Let's hopefully it's recording all right. It. It's a little bit jerky on the screen, but hopefully it's coming across all right on the on the audio. Okay, so... That's Morse code going in. Yeah. But every time you hear, hear uh, uh, a pause, it's a dot or a dash. Mm-hmm. All right. So something we've been doing for, uh, like, since the beginning of this year, I think, is I've been taking notes on things that I'm watching and just observations I've had on TV or movies I'm going through. So I only have a few this week. Only a few? Yeah, only a few. That's a whole page of notes there. No, it's one that was just, uh... oh, you know what, there's, there's, there's more than I thought there was. There's, 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 I thought there was three. There's actually four. Just didn't space it. All right. The first one is, okay, so I was recently, wa- um, I've mentioned this a few times on this podcast. I am watching all the Disney movies in order from release to present day, at least of the animated films. Uh-huh. So I recently watched Hercules. You mean a Hercules. Yes, Hercules. Sorry. I get those names okay. confused. And okay, there's a scene in the beginning where the townspeople, when he's younger, like mm-hmm. he's a teenager, mm-hmm. do not like Hercules. And they treat him like crap. And you're supposed to feel sorry for Hercules here. But I'm sorry. Hercules is understandably feared. Is it like him just going around like messing up the whole town or something? Yeah, he, he okay. Like he knocked over pillars and stuff, In the right? beginning of the movie, no one's hanging out with him. And they're all worried about him destroying their businesses. And he ends up destroying the entire shop, uh, market. So they were understandably worried about him. That's not their fault for not wanting to hang out with a guy who will destroy their livelihood. Sure. Oh, yeah. You be nice to a guy, and he, he makes you homeless. That's yeah. like I'm yeah. sorry. That's not just in that time. Not even just make you homeless. Like destitute. Like your children are gonna you will, die from the, famine. Or you're gonna sell them into slavery. Yeah. Or you're you're, you're gonna go into slavery. Yeah. I mean, back then, they didn't care what race it was. It was just like, oh, you don't have money. Okay, you're a slave. Dude, yeah, and then like it wasn't even that far long ago. Like that we used to jail people 
Because they couldn't pay their bills. Yeah. And Hercules not only basically couldn't pay their bills, put them in massively more debt than they ever yeah. were before. So I'm sorry. Hercules was bad at the beginning, and those people that were bullies, they were in the right. Maybe they could have gotten nicer, but they have to stay away from them like the plague. Do you think if you didn't rewatch the movie that you would have never felt that way? I don't know. I was as just an thinking adult, about, though, because like as a kid, as, yeah, as like, a kid you don't notice. Like, but we we said this too. Remember when Beauty and the Beast the remake and like Belle is making everybody's lives harder around her, like at the like clothing, like the laundry place. Yeah, she's just uh, stuck in her book and she's she's making problems for everyone else because she her head's stuck in a book and she's walking through people's businesses and getting in the yeah. way and just being t- singing. It seems even more noticeable in the live action version where she's singing about how she is just too good for these people. Mm-hmm. And it seems so uptight. It just seems not uptight. Uh, holier than thou, I am better than all you people. You guys are beneath me, kind of thing. And this thing felt the same way. Look, there's probably maybe they could do a nicer way of saying it. But in the end, if you're afraid for your livelihood, you stay away from that Have person. Have you gotten to Aladdin you. by now? Yeah, right? And past Aladdin, yeah. What about like Aladdin didn't do anything wrong? What do you mean? Like in his like little song. What? I'm sorry. Explain like, the song. Know, you, no, no, but I'm saying like, you know, like how Hercules were like, yeah, he's kind of douchebag and so was Belle. Yeah. I'm trying to think like what was your next favorite and that would be Aladdin. Aladdin didn't do anything besides not pay the the sex workers at the brothel that he couldn't yeah. afford. But he also didn't, he also, <laughs> but he didn't, he didn't have sex with them and then go like, oh, can't afford it. Yeah. He didn't do that. Um, Aladdin was more understandable. Look, people were annoyed that he was stealing stuff, but he's like, look. He even says in the song, I would pay if I could, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I steal only it's lies. I'd steal only what I can't afford. That's everything. So mm-hmm. he's like, I need to live. Mm-hmm. That's way different than I want to hang out and destroy your business. Like a guy could lose an apple. Uh, you can't lose your entire store. What if he only had one apple and he stole it? Then that then that's different. You're still if you're stealing from the poor, one person poor person stealing from another poor destitute person is wrong. I so if we it, steal from each other, that's wrong. We're poor. <laughs> sure, exactly. But if we steal from our, our, our snobby HOA neighbors, yeah. oh. HOA calling neighbors, then it's this. fine. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. They're going to get some dirt on us just to get us kicked out of the HOA. Yeah, very quick. Our neighbors are assholes calling the HOA on us for everything, including a noise that was coming from their own apartment, and they found out yeah. later. Never apologize. And, like, for boxes that, like, we probably didn't even throw away, but he saw us carrying boxes. Yeah. Guy's a dick. All right, and here's another thing I was thinking about. I will, like, it probably wouldn't happen anytime soon, but, you know, back in the day, Greek mythology is what Hercules mm-hmm. is based on. You know, people were more into it. That was a real thing. You believed in Zeus mm-hmm. and all those, those things. I would like to see, hundreds of years from now, if humanity survives that long, which all signs point to no, like, I want to see the fun, cartoony version of, of Jesus. Oh. Of Jesus and stuff like that. Not like... You know how there's veggie tales, but they take the they take or their like, Christ story seriously, or they they made some religious st- movies before. Yeah, there was a re- Prince of Egypt, right? Yeah, that, a little bit that one, but they even but I mean that one's closer to Disney. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, it's DreamWorks, huh? Yeah, but like really, it, but still that one's closer. I'll give them that one, but like more were like God is like a funny character like Zeus. I don't think uh, the dude's <laughs> funny. <laughs> I don't think so either. But Zeus is Zeus isn't a good guy that's in Greek true, mythology. That's true. They turn him into a fun dad in Hercules. Yeah. He's a horrible person when it comes to Greek mythology. So I so I want to see the the funny like and then like his like movie. opening song would be like him turning like sacrificing people's sons and turning wives into pillars of salt and we're like oh he it's just Jesus though yeah or the whole the like God's a prankster so he's like he convinces I think it was Job 
don't quote me on this stuff because I'm not a Bible reader. But like, if it's Job to kill his kid, his family, yeah. and then he's just like, aha, gotcha. So it's like prankster God. Yeah. But it's not like, like, there's a show called uh, Preacher, which is va- which is an adult version of this, where, like, Jesus was kind of like a bro dude, and, you know, he had a player kind of person, and he has, his lineage goes on, and you have, like, the Messiah is, like, this mentally handicapped person mm-hmm. that kind of plays into that kind of thing, and God isn't, and he's a dick, but that's for adults. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see this made for kids, where people would just watch this and go, like, yeah, of course, why not? Because, you know, people that Greek mythology last forever, it didn't. I don't see Christianity lasting forever. I really don't. I think it's a... It's a relatively new religion yeah. that a lot of people overlook. It's not a it's not a quick fad, but in the scheme of man as a whole, that's, that's, that's again, if man survives that much longer, which all signs are pointing to no. But if it survives much, like, for a wa- long what time... What do you think will make us go extinct? Well, I think climate change, global oh, yeah. warming, all that shit, and our, you know, not that many Do you think climate change would happen before nuclear war? Yes. Oh, yeah, I am so afraid of climate change and destroying yet, the world in our all lifetime. And my house plants. Yeah. That I am trying to help the climate. I'm very uh, hypocritical. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm self-destructed. I'm not looking after my own interests. Then look out that. for my interests, sir. Okay. All right. And then I've also been watching uh, the uh, the Clone Wars Star Wars TV show. I know you haven't. But yeah, no. <laughs> Something that I think is interesting about that is that the, the Jedi in that are the good guys, and they're the ones that created an army of clones, which, in the movies, they don't have a personality. They're just, like, drones that do the shit. But in the uh, in the cartoon series, they have personalities. They mm-hmm. are full, well-developed people, and they're breeding them, basically, to die for them. They don't have a choice. If you go AWOL in this war that you did not sign up for, you were born into, you are punished. And yet we're supposed to believe that the Jedi are good people. That's <laughs> messed up. Yeah, that's not good. That's but, slavery. Yeah. Um, but didn't somebody else say like the Jedi aren't the best people? It's talk- like this been brought up before. And maybe and maybe it's not. Uh, I, I have one more season of the show to go. Maybe they delve into that more around the end of the show. Mm-hmm. But like there's there's some just really messed up stories of things that happen to the clones in that show, and I'm just like Jedi aren't good guys. They're, they're pretty horrible. Like. Well, Darth Vader's a Sith. It's different. Did I did I compare him to anything yet, sir? Okay, sorry. Sir? Sir, I interrupted you. I interrupted you. If he's supposed to be the evil person, and the Jedi's are supposed to be, like, the opposite, mm-hmm. then they're not necessarily the middle good. Yeah, it's just, like, Vader, at least, like, okay, the bad guy sign... In the in the old ones, in the mm-hmm. in the uh, not the old ones, in the episodes one through three trilogy and the TV show that I'm watching, the bad guys in that have robots fighting, mm-hmm. which I feel like is more morally moral high ground than living breathing clones. Yeah. Even though in the Star Wars universe, the good guys treat their robots with artificial intelligence and feelings like crap. C three PO is treated so horribly, especially like if you watch the new trilogy. And, like, he's going to die for all of his mm-hmm. friends. And they're still bagging on him and treating him like he's super annoying. He's sacrificing himself for everyone. They don't give a crap. They treat their droids so terribly. They're, they're really, so all the good guys. Of, you're saying in times of wars, people don't care about other people. Yeah, the good guys don't. None of them do. Like, the bad guys treat their people better than 
They're the good guys, really, when it comes down to it. Star mm-hmm. Wars is a whole evil universe, and we never really even think about it. The clone in the in the newer movies with Adam Driver, the clones that they have. They have clones in the Oh not, yeah, that's right. The Palpatine clone. Yeah, but like they're not clones, right? They just stole those kids, right? Wait. Like Finn. Oh yeah, they're not clones. Like the the, the Clone War army, I think, is gone. For the most part, or like they're the first generation of the stormtroopers, mm-hmm. and they recruited more oh, okay. people. Yeah, yeah. So like, I think I don't know. I haven't finished Clone Wars, a cartoon show. I'm not sure if they give more explanation, uh, but it, it definitely uh, fleshes out stuff that the original, that the prequel trilogy didn't really go into. It mm-hmm. fleshes it out much more, makes it like Anakin's journey from good guy to bad guy and being friends with Obi Wan is much more layered and developed than it is on that. Why do you go bad? Show. It's slow. It, it's it's complicated, but there's more to it because they have seven seasons worth of stuff crammed mm-hmm. into like a three year period. Mm-hmm. That's what it's supposed to be. So like uh, over a hundred episodes taking place in three years, developing both his side, bad side. They explain how the how the clones actually go from like good guys and bad guys and stuff like that in a, mu- a really interesting way. It's a uh, it's just much well more well developed. Um, okay. Okay. One more, and this go, this will go a little bit off entertainment because I want to talk about two different things that kind of go into this thing. So Facebook recently has been doing a big job of promoting uh, groups for pages that things you might like. Yeah. So I recently joined a Sydney Australia page because I'm not sure if I've ever mentioned on the show. I love Sydney Australia. I want to. We move go to there. out of the country one time. And this dude wants to move there. Uh, we also went to Mexico. I didn't want to move to Mexico. No, so, because so. we went to Mexico, and they're trying to sell us like over-the-counter Adderall and uh, grenades. Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> but I didn't want. I didn't want. I didn't I want to move really, there. Would, would you have bought either of those things? No, I don't even know what Adderall is. <laughs> it's the ADH medication that people take. Okay, yeah. Well, still, I mean, it's, it's nice to have it on the table for me to buy. They were also lot. putting Viagra out there a lot too. I know. We took. We took up. Uh, my former co-host of my least, uh, not my least, my last uh, podcast I used to do on licensed film reviewers. He and I have a picture of us taking a picture uh, with a statue a, of a Viagra superhero yeah. who has a heart on. Yeah. And we got that in Mexico. It's awesome. But, we framed it. Yeah, we did. It's pretty awesome. It's hanging up in our house. It's it's great. Uh, I don't know where we're going from. Okay. Australia. Okay, so I'll, I'll start with Australia first because it's ridiculous. So when we were there, we took a whole bunch of pictures, and there's this one building I thought was really cool. We took, like, pictures of architect, too, not just, like, of like scenes and and like us having things in the backdrops, like we saw a lot of good architect there that we took pictures of buildings. Yeah, uh, uh, the architecture in in Sydney is beautiful. It's an amazing looking city, and No, I almost choked. What? Uh, okay, so I think it had. I think it has been. Come on. Okay, so hopefully it's been recording. I don't know. Uh, sorry, this uh, computer is. For very... someone who runs a podcast, you really don't know a lot about podcasts. Well, to be fair, this is my computer's not running that well right That's now. True. That's true. It's not anything about what I'm doing right now. I'm gonna say it is. Sometimes the computer runs great. Sometimes it doesn't. Okay, so I, I we took a bunch of pictures of the city of of Sydney, Australia. And there's this one building that has a really cool idea. It's actually supposed to be like architecture that's good for the environment. They take this big building. Sustainability. And they, uh, they make a wall garden. It's basically a, a vertical garden. 
anything because it's oh should I pop? let's do it one more try okay <laughs> so, so this building also has like a, a up each side of like all four sides of the building it has um plants yeah. um and not not just like one type of plant to like look pretty it's like a diverse bio i don't know um biodiversity of plants to be better for the environment and they also have like um Solar panels and stuff Solar like that. Solar panels to, and mirrors to, to get yeah. the plants that, like, um, you wouldn't be able to, like, get light. Well, well, anyways, what the building looks like, it would be. It looks like almost if, uh, like, mankind were wiped out like the and the Earth was taken Earth, back over. Earth after people. Yeah. yeah. And so I posted on there. It's like I saw this really cool building in there and, and sitting. I thought I wanted to post this. This is from my honeymoon. And people got in fights about it. A picture of a building. Uh, people didn't like that it, that it was green and good for the environment. Cause how how dare they? Mm-hmm. Uh, people fought over uh, if it's ugly or not and insulted people for thinking so. People uh, insulted for gatekeeping Sydney, Australia. Like, if you think this is ugly, you don't know anything about Sydney. Or if you think this is good, you don't know anything about Sydney. Huge fights about it over a picture of a building. I've never. I'm an American. Yeah, and I didn't get into it. I just well, they didn't know I'm American. I didn't say I'm American, <laughs> but uh, it's just. It's just stupid. I don't. I don't understand it. Wait. So you're you're gonna like this building that was um, in Australia, mm-hmm. covered in plants. But you're not gonna want to talk to the plants that we have here. I didn't talk to the building though. Uh, okay. So the next one I did is I I I, I joined a Calvin and Hobbes group because I grew up with all the Calvin and Hobbes books. I don't have them anymore. My brother has them. And I was a big fan of those. And they don't post them online where you can find them. But in this group, people are reposting Calvin and Hobbes. And there's so much anger in this group. Uh, someone posted a uh, comic that they made. They altered to make it so Calvin was pro Second Amendment. People throwing, showing death threats about that, getting pissed off about how dare you post something political in there. People are posting pictures of them with their cats or their cats and stuff like that and go like, this is my Hobbes. Which if you've never read Calvin Hobbes, it's about a little boy and his tiger stuffed animal that he believes is alive. Mm-hmm. So people were posting about that, and people got mad, like, how dare you post cat pictures? This isn't about cat pictures. It's about Calvin and Hobbes. And then somebody posted a picture of a dead cat in response, like, here's my Hobbes, and posted a dead cat to the page to scare everybody off. There's just, every day, there is new drama in the Calvin and Hobbes page. Here's the thing. Like, you see something online you don't agree with, you're never gonna win, though. You know what I mean? is valid you are never gonna especially on facebook or instagram like you're whatever you say is not gonna be the thing that changes someone's mind yeah um also if i see things that i don't like like you think about it it's not gonna do anything and then somebody's gonna respond to your comment and just be as ugly or more nastier move along bro yeah it's 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 not that big of a deal but i love it it's it's the 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 drama that's going on in the calvin haas page it's more fun than the actual thing I was looking for. So I'm loving it, but I don't get pissed off about stupid internet stuff. All right, so that was my observations from the entertainment that I'm observations. observing. Observations. All right, hold on. I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pause it and check to see if it's recording after these spots. If it is, then I'm going to continue. So pause, pause. All right, so we're back. You didn't tell uh, me we were coming back. I it looks like we. It looks like we are recording in those spots where it, uh, where it looks like we're not. So we're just going to go, and hopefully this comes out as a non- uh, choppy episode but we'll see chop chops it might be choppy and, and terrible but at least i'm putting out an episode and that's what people the the people that listen to this want is an episode period so is that what they want or they want some quality content no 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 they don't they would be put off if i put out quality content 
So I'm giving them what they want, which is, I, I guess this is content. That's what that's what they want from me. And no, it's observations. Yeah, exactly. Observations, not content observations. What? Nothing. I, I don't know the difference between what you're saying. Okay, so well, I'm going to raise this thing up, and we're going to suddenly sound louder, and also it just stopped moving. Okay. Uh, okay, so here's How what we're going to How much louder are we now? We're jumping up a little bit, but so there's gonna be a jump up, but it's too late. I just noticed we're a little low. I want to be louder, so we're louder. Uh, I should have done this last episode because I realized that uh, that me and my my co-hosts on that episode were very uh, low. But hopefully, you guys enjoy this one. Okay, so we're into the entertainment news. Tell me things. First one, let's do a fun uh, story. I'm excited about. Uh, so you know they have a revival of the Dexter, not the Dexter show, or the show Dexter coming back, right? No, but okay. We, this is the. Th- I think I, you've told me this. Yes. I told you, and then you you saw an article about it, and like, why didn't you tell me? It's like we've had this conversation before, and now it's happening again. Okay, so they're making a revival. They're continuing on the show. So that I'm intrigued by. It's gonna be the same guy. It's, it's gonna be Michael C. Hall. Yeah. So he's gonna leave his lumberjack he, he's, job. Yeah, he's gonna leave his lumberjack job after he already left his like kids. Hmm. Man, that's how you know you're a true zero color. You left your two adopted children with their grandparents in Florida. Uh, they weren't, a, weren't, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, he had one kid. And then he gave his kid to another lady who was also a serial killer. Yes. That's and what, he went to he went to go be a lumberjack somewhere. After faking his death. After faking his death. And he's like, you know what? I need to start killing some people again. Well, here's something that's, that's interesting. Tell me. Okay, so they don't have uh, the guy who plays his dad, who was his dark, who plays Dark Passenger, mm-hmm. also in the show. Is not going to be in the show, which I'm guessing is going along with this new casting announcement. John Lithgow is coming back to the show, which I'm guessing he's going to be his new Dark Passenger because he's dead. He was very dead, and in season four he played the Trinity Killer, mm-hmm. the best season of the show. Uh, really showed me what John Lithgow can do, and after that I watched other stuff with him and seen he's a Phenomenal actor, but before that, I only knew him as the third rock from the sun, the the weird dad alien. Uh, but he, he's going to be coming back, and I'm super excited for that because uh, they're bringing back the best part of the show. So excited about that! Here's some good news. Uh, now, usually I do not do gossip on this show because I don't believe Ooh, it's an important thing. We have thing. gossip, but we have tea. I have no problem calling out people who are anti-mask assholes. I called out Ricky Schroeder for it multiple times. He has multiple stories where he's done it. What? Anti-vaxxers. I called out um, Bruce Willis for being anti-masker. Uh, I have a new anti-masker to put on here. Hmm. Chris Kattan, formerly of SNL. Are you serious? Uh, and uh, neither Roxbury guy. No. Uh, Why? Yeah. He went, he went on a flight. Now, if you go on airplanes nowadays, they are still requiring you to wear a mask because you're in a tube with recycled air and they want to be as safe as possible about your flight. Here's the thing, though. Like, I feel like there's certain places you should just wear a mask regardless because of this whole thing. Like, hospitals, airplanes, train stations. I feel like you should all just be wearing a mask because you're in such close quarters. And people are dirty. Yeah. So he shows up on the flight, mm-hmm. nose noticeably running, and just stuffed up. And obviously looks sick. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you need to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. He fights him a little bit on it, and eventually, okay, he gives in, puts the mask on. It's below his nose, but kind of his mouth still showing, everything like that. He refuses to put that on any higher. He's already complied. He's wearing a mask. And they're like, no, you need to put on a mask correctly. Or we're going to kick you off the plane. Fought a little bit more, and eventually he gave in, and he left the plane. He would rather just get kicked off the plane they than wear a mask. mask. At least he didn't make a scene when they are flying and do this shit, but it's still grow up. Be an adult. 
I know he's had issues for years because he injured himself on set of SNL, and that's kind of tanked his career. But you know, this isn't winning you any. Why favors. did that tank his career? He was a physical comedian, and he had an injury uh, that affected him. Happened so, to him. I can't remember which sketch it was. It was a while ago, but uh, it basically ended his career. Uh, he couldn't do like the Night of the Roxbury thing or anything like that anymore because he's too um, injured. Uh, and then it also didn't help that he and uh, he and Will Ferrell apparently their friendship ended during the making of the Night of the Roxbury movie. Really? Uh huh. Yeah. That's such a bummer. I love that movie. Really? Yes. Emilio! Because I don't like any SNL movies, including the ones people think are good, like like Wayne's World. Is it Wayne's World? Yeah, Wayne's World. Don't like that. Because you're a little hater. Yeah, exactly. But I still like I like SNL. I just don't, I don't like I don't think the problem with SNL sketches being made into movies is they are perfect for five minute bites. When you stretch those characters out for that long, there's just not enough material, and it doesn't no, work. No, you're wrong. Night the Roxbury cinematic history. <laughs> Night the Roxbury is a sketch about two guys that are would not do well in the Me Too movement who bob their head. <laughs> That's all their sketch is. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I think they would come along and. You think they? they you think they'd be woke and yeah. realize their mistakes and, yeah. and apologize for yes. how they treat women? Uh-huh. Okay. I don't, but uh, yes. and then they're gonna make a make a club safe space for women. Yeah. Okay, and that that would be the finishing arc for other characters. I don't yeah, think they could yeah. do it. Because there's what, your next movie. What do they do after they become woke? They don't have. There's nothing left of them. They don't have a personality. They anymore. can still bob their heads and wear those dope ass suits. So you so you, that you want them to do the bobbing the heads without the harassing part. So it's just a sketch of people standing around. I want them to harass people who are harassing women. Okay. So instead of harassing women, they go around and make a safe space for women and okay. the girls, the gays, and the theys. Okay. And then harass the people harassing them. Okay. That, that, that's very, very funny. Yeah. <laughs> it would be funny. Okay. So uh, a former Spotify exec is called Taylor Swift and other art- artists who want more money for their stuff being put on these streams. and I got student loans so we're Taylor Swift I'm sorry I have 15 and I I think I might have one other of your albums but we're going on um Spotify for that okay yeah for the most part but, but I, they deserve they mo- deserve more money they do deserve more because money because Spotify is getting a lot of downloads yeah. and what's happening is the uh the companies that own the, the rights to the to mm-hmm. their music instead of the artists are making more of the money so they need to make it a way where Spotify, of course, they need to get, make money for, you know, they are the place where people go for this music. But also, the and the record companies, they need to have a reason to do that, to spot these people. Yeah. But the artists are the ones that are putting forth the most, most work. If, the, if it wasn't for the artists, those other two things would not exist. Yeah. They are doing the most work, so they deserve, I'd say, most of the money. But I'll, I'll be willing to say, hey, let, let's break it off into thirds. That's fine. If you want to break it off, Spotify gets this much. The, the company gets as much and ours gets this much. Mm-hmm. At least it's fair. They're saying, like, no, we all we did was we saw that the people were downloading music illegally and now we gave them a spot to do it legally. That doesn't change the fact that the artists weren't getting much for money when people were downloading no. illegally and they definitely aren't making money when they're doing it on Spotify. It's just all it's just all messed up yeah. and stupid. I know back in the day, like in the 90s, well, the 90s, a lot of people, like, really did not get paid even for, like, being on a record label and being on, like, um... TV and and the and the radio like I know TLC made a documentary about it and I forgot which one it 
which which group member, but they literally said after touring internationally mm-hmm. and having like two albums out, she went home with three hundred and that was it oh so you're talking about tlc the band yeah not tlc the channel no 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 the band i think said tlc the channel made a documentary yeah. about it okay so you're and i know it. like okay. there was that whole thing with like uh lou pearlman and nsync and backstreet boys like backstreet boys yeah. kind of sue boy bands especially and were affected by this yeah so much money from that and they were so huge yeah I mean, look i've never been a fan of their music but i can i, I was aware mm-hmm. it was a phenomenon yeah it still is by the way yeah you throw on backstreet boys uh that way at a party is that Backstreet Boys? I want it. I want it that way. Yeah, is that Backstreet Boys? Yeah. I get NSYNC and Backstreet Boys no, mixed no, up. Yeah, that's Backstreet Boys. If you throw that on at a party, people get excited for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a sketch on. There's an opening on Brooklyn Nine Nine that has like a Backstreet Boys oh, thing. Yeah. Everyone, everyone <laughs> people really like that music. It's not for me, but it's not judging. It's it's awesome that these people made music that lasted like for generations. We, yeah, now we have the people of a different generation, like Taylor Swift and uh, like Dua Lipa, who aren't getting the money that they deserve. Yeah. That we like. We've learned from, like, the average person, like, you and me understand that, like, people did not get paid what they were supposed to get paid. And they, here's the thing, and people, like, Spotify expect people like us to go, like, look, they're making lots of money, so, like, why, why should we care about rich people's problems? I can still understand if I were to make something, I want them to be compensated yeah, yeah. for it. I'm a little bit more worried about and my maybe- financial problems, but, uh, but I still think if you make something, you should be paid for it. So should I be paid for this podcast? No. Why? Because uh, I'm not paid. For, I'm paying to do this podcast. Okay, yeah, that's fine. If but... I if I were making money, and you wanted to be my co-host on this show, we would split it. I would have it. to be a regular co-host as a guest. What would I get as a guest? Guests don't usually get paid to go on, on podcasts. Guests usually go on podcasts to promote their podcast. But I'm not things. promoting anything. This is not a money making venture. So that's nothing you have to worry about. This is a money loss venture. I spend. $14 a month, so 15 people a month can listen to it. That's one more person than dollar you spend, so that's a profit. Yeah, oh yeah, a profit of listeners, but not a yeah, profit of money. That's true. The advertisers don't go like, oh, he's getting 15 people. 15. We got, the magic number's 20, though, sir. Oh, yeah, oh, so that's like syndication numbers. You gotta get to that yeah. exact number before yeah. you start making money. All right. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Dua Lipa, yeah. I have two stories two. about her. This because is your girl. You're in love with her. I don't know. I'm a big fan. I never thought I'd be a big fan of a pop star, but I really like her music. Carl likes really bubbly personalities, which I don't know why we're together, because I'm just depressed and uh, cynical every single day. Less so when I have coffee in me, but um, that's I, generally how I go. I just think she makes genuinely fun music. I do, uh, thank you. She, uh... uh <laughs> <laughs> And so she also she can also insert like a, a like a, a smart song like uh, like boys, boys will be, be boys, boys and stuff like that, and the music genuinely just puts you in a good mood and that's what I like in music like uh like I'm a big fan of swing music for the same reason or mm-hmm. Queen for the mm-hmm. same music reason if it makes me feel good I want to listen to that especially her second album Future Nostalgia I think is a bop from beginning to end perfect it's album a bop? it's a bop. So uh, I, you know, I'm a big fan of her. So yeah, I, I saw a couple stories from her about her coming out this week. And mm-hmm. I was like, I want to talk about these. So two stories about Dua Lipa. First story is she is going to be starring in a movie soon. At least have a role in a movie soon. She's going to start in the next Matthew Vaughn film. Do you know who Matthew no, Vaughn is? No, I do not, sir. He is the guy who made X Men First Class. Okay. He is the guy who made Kick Ass, the first one. Mm-hmm. He made The Kingsman, the first one, or might have made the first two. I'm not sure. But he genuinely makes 
fun action films. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be appearing in his next movie. They, they haven't disclosed her, her role yet. I think it also has, like, Henry Cavill and a bunch of other people in it that we, mm-hmm. well, that we like. And I'm just like, cool. I would like to see more from her. She's a delightful person. So good for her. Now let's go to some less than delightful news from her and talk about this. This is a bullshit story, in my opinion. So Dua Lipa on her... On her for her mm-hmm. to her site. That's fucked up. I understand the intellectual property behind taking pictures. Like, we've had photo shoots, like, for a wedding, and, like, we paid the photographer for the pictures. Yeah, but the difference is, is that we want those pictures. Yeah. We are paying someone to be there to take those yeah. pictures. With her, in her case, she was just going about her life. Someone took a picture of her without her permission, mm-hmm. got paid for it. Mm-hmm. She's like, and she is the property that's make, that yeah. they're making money off of. You should not be able to make money off of somebody without them getting a cut. Yeah. She didn't ask for a cut. All she wanted was, oh, I look into this picture, let me post it, and she got sued. And it's not the first time it's happened. No. It's and, happened to a lot of people. But that's messed up. It should not be a thing. It's something like you're, you're like a record company could say, look, we're we're taking we're doing a photo shoot of you for our article. With your permission, but, get, but you sign away your right to use this picture because we're going to use it for our website. Mm-hmm. That's different. But if you're just out on the stream they're taking a picture, you can't. You, this shouldn't be a thing. So yeah, I'm on okay. your side, Dua. That's your boys got you. I think it's her real name. It doesn't sound yeah. like real name, but I think it's her real name. It me. It's a different language. And yeah, it means I can't kiss. Re- oh, does it? Yeah. So they, they named their kid Kiss. Yeah, she said that she got made fun of a lot in school because she. Up in England? Yeah, but she is. Uh, I can't remember what what country she is. I want to. She's talked I, about in interviews when I've and I've watched she's interviews. Middle Eastern, I believe. Some, one of those countries. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember what. It's not. I'm not being disrespectful. I just literally don't know. Yeah, yeah. She said it, but I don't know. But then, like, both of her parents are from there, and in their language, they named her Dua, which means kiss. And she said when she told like people would make fun of her in England because it's not a common name because mm-hmm. it's from a different language, and it's not even a name. It just means kiss. So then, uh, when she was like. But it means kiss. It's cute or whatever. And then people mm-hmm. like just doubled down and made more fun of her. Okay. That, that sucks. All right. So next story is about Dick. Not Dick literal, but like a jerk. All right. So Dean Kane. I'm not sure if you remember who this person is. He's a very religious person. He's also an actor. He's most well known for him playing Superman across from Terry Hatcher in the 90s TV show Lois and Clark. The Adventures oh, it's a TV Superman. show. Okay. Yeah. So he's, he's well known for that. He played Superman there, and mm-hmm. but he's recently gotten in more famous for being just super religious and a jerk. He and Kevin Sorbo from Hercules Legendary Journey are kind of like seen hand in hand. They kind mm-hmm. of do similar projects, and they're both just jerks about the stuff. So recently, you know, Captain America uh, is making news for... Uh, he, basically, there's a quote from Captain America coming out of a new comic where he talks about the American dream isn't real, that it, it's only an idea, a lie... Because if it was real, it'd be for everybody, not just a few. Which, by the way, I agree. Yeah, because, okay, what's the American dream? Like, we were told the American dream is get a college degree, get a house, and have kids. You work hard enough, you can do anything. Yeah. But we don't, uh, and it's not even true for us, and we were born in this country. Yeah. There are immigrants, stuff like that, that we block from even getting a chance to even attempt something that's not against them. 
Yeah, Americans, yeah. America, and it, it just the whole system, the, the 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 what they say on Statue of Liberty, that isn't true. What our country is, says we are made on about taking in the poor, the huddled masses, masses, and all that stuff, it isn't true. America as a country does not care about anybody but themselves, and they don't realize how lucky they are. The only reason they have as good as they do is because they were born here. Mm-hmm. And Captain America addresses that. Now, Dean Cain, you know, far right religious person. Didn't like that. And also the fact that also Captain America is now often he's black sometimes because uh, Sam Wilson is mm-hmm. Captain America in the comics. Uh, there is now a new Native American oh, one. Yeah. Bro, you're best. ruining my podcast. There's now a new Native American Captain America. Uh, and like, and it's just like they've gone full on multicultural about Captain America. Yeah. And he's getting pissed off. It. Here's what he said. I love the concept of Captain America. But I am so tired of this wokeness and anti-Americanism. In my opinion, America is the greatest country in the world. It's not perfect. We are constantly striving for a more perfect union, but I believe she's the most fair, equitable country anyone's ever seen. And that's why people are get here, but we're not going to let them in, right, Dean Kane? Yeah, the woke, if you're going to say it's not great because people are woke, then you're saying it's not great because people are educated? By the way, Captain America has been woke before woke was a thing. He, uh, like, the, the, the he, Captain America is made by Jewish comic book ma- makers who wanted to get us basically involved in World War II to, to protect Jewish people from the Holocaust, basically. Wait, repeat that? Captain America, yeah. he's made in the 1940s. Uh-huh. He's made by two Jewish people mm-hmm. to, because uh, this is before Stan Lee, to, uh, to make, get America involved in, in World War II, protect Jewish people from, from the Germans in the Holocaust. Okay. The, the first Captain America comic is a, is a picture of Captain America punching out Hitler. Mm-hmm. He's been very political from the beginning, anti-fascist, super American dream person. So right from the start there. During the spoke out against America because of what we were doing, being involved in a war that he deemed unjust. He took away, he dropped the Captain America from his name because he did not want to be involved in what America was doing back then. Mm-hmm. So Captain America speaking against Things that are going on in this country now is not a new concept for him. He is probably the most political superhero there is. Yeah. And that's saying something considering that the X-Men are a non-too-subtle political allegory about race, racism in, in the United States. Mm-hmm. They're, Marvel especially, DC a little bit, but Marvel especially, has always been super political. And it's also funny that Dean Cain, the guy who played Superman, the most famous illegal immigrant there is is getting upset about these statements. Yeah. He just does not see the irony in this stuff. So Dean Cain, suck a dick. All right. Something I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they re- they brought Looney Tunes back. They're making the new, uh, you know, uh, Looney Tunes Space Jam movie. It's coming out, right? It's, it's, coming, out, it's coming out this month. Oh, this month? This month. Uh, but they also have made, on HBO Max, they have made a new Looney Tunes cartoon series that's mm-hmm. going forth. Mm-hmm. Kind of doing, like, the old-style shorts. Like they used to do back in the, like the 50s, 60s, and further back. Uh, now, when they first brought back for the first season, Elmer Fudd and um, Yosemite Sam and mm-hmm. other characters no longer had guns because they thought, you know, in this day and age, guns look bad for society because of gun, gun violence, <laughs> stuff like that. There's so, so many guns. We don't need more guns yeah. on TV. That being said, I don't know if it worked as well with.
Or his gun, gun is back. His gun is back. His gun is back. I'm not upset about that. I, I wasn't upset that they got rid of it either. But I also don't think... I don't think that's the, the same thing as saying guns... I believe guns are bad. But I also feel, believe that that was a little bit not necessary. Not upset about it. Because he's not chasing another human? Not chasing chasing another bunny? He's hunting a rabbit. You don't hunt a rabbit with a with a with an axe. It's not a thing. You can. It'll just be less effective. It just replaced a weapon with a weapon. To me, it didn't make that Mm -hmm. much of a difference. But it's back, so I thought that was interesting to point out. Um also, uh, so it's been point come out from Angela Bassett, who's in the new uh, Black Panther film, Wakanda Mm -hmm. Forever, that uh, you know, things have definitely been shaken up by the death of Chadwick Boseman. Uh There have been five different scripts that they have written so far for the Black Panther sequel that they have, you know, no, 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 no. So far, they haven't found the right script for this movie. It's got to be hard when you set up, because Black Panther was basically going to be the, the face of Marvel going forward. It's going to be him and uh, and Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And now that he's got a, he's gone. Do they have a replacement yet or no? They're not going to recast him. What are they going to do then? That's what they're trying to figure out. Oh. Uh... They thought it would be wrong to recast him. They also said they are not going to do uh, like a CGI version of it, like uh-huh. CGI him into the movie to do anything like that. He's just not going to be in it. Now, there are things that they can do. In the comics, he's not the only Black Panther. Sure, he is his scientist sister. Mm-hmm. Eventually, Dawn's on the, Dawn's a costume and name. She but beca- did she get recasted too? No. Like her comments that she made? No, she made stupid comments. Oh, okay. But, but she never, there, there was no uh, backlash. It was something... You mostly know if you paid attention to stories like the stuff I pay attention to on the internet. If you if you aren't really paying attention, you would miss it. Okay. So like she she didn't get that much of a backlash. I can't. I remember her saying stupid comments. I can't even remember what they were. Uh, I think being anti-vax and a few other things. Okay. But I think she was anti-vax before before coronavirus. Like I think she, so. So it was like it was during a time where you could get away with it a little bit more than you can now. All right, um, oh, two, okay, two more. I was going to stop out there one more, but I saw a story I have to talk about or I'll never talk we about it again. We have to do it again. Uh, so, how aware are you of Boba Fett? Do you know anything about Boba Fett besides that he's a Star Wars character? No. Did you even know he's a Star Wars character? The, I know that name is in Star Wars, but I want to say he's the big slug guy and that's not him, No, right? that, that's Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. He's in the movie with the big slug guy. He's the guy that... Do you know what the Mandalorian looks like? Oh, so that's him in the movies? No, but he's... Oh, my God. He's similar. He's from the same culture. They wear similar armor. Oh, okay. So that, like, if you see him and go, that looks kind of familiar. What? It's Pedro Pascal. No. He's from the same culture. It's Pedro Pascal. It's from the same culture. Boba Fett ended up showing up in the Mandalorian and teaming up with Pedro Pascal's character. So they're two different people. But I'm just trying to give you, like, a reference for what he looks like. Why are you ruining the Mandalorian? You haven't watched any of it yet. This is barely a spoiler. But anyways, his ship had a name called Slave One. Slave One? Slave One. Why? Because it was made back in the... In the Star Wars has decided that maybe that's not the best name no. for a ship in a kid's young, young adult series. And they have decided to change that name. Now, there is now a petition, petition to change the name back. Because how dare these woke people deem it wrong to have a name Slave One. As the name of, by the way, of now a hero who is in this series. And is getting his own spinoff from The Mandalorian. 
First of all, you're upset that somebody wants to make change a name of a bunch of made up names in a bunch of made up universes. Yeah. On TVs and show and movies. Not only that, they're taking the time to sign a petition about it. Because they, th- they deem it that important. If those people have time to sign a petition, can you go please sign a petition to, like, erase student debt or something, too? Or take global warming seriously? Because yeah. we're all going to die, and you're worried about the name of a spaceship. It's, it's just so ridiculous. Okay. And then I said I had two stories. What's the... Oh, no, I had three stories, because you're going to want to talk about this one. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to end on one that you're... That What it's about... Please tell me they get a bear high on cocaine. It's a bear that gets into a stash of cocaine and is trying to kill it. I'm down for it. So I'll it, watch it this. is a doped up cocaine bear. I feel like if they don't make... If they make it right, this could be a blockbuster. It'll it'll win the, the Oscar that the bear in Leonardo's movie didn't get. <laughs> um, but if they don't do it good enough, it's going to be a B-lister movie. And I'm, it I'm, is directed by Elizabeth Banks. So all these people, she's directed the Pitch Perfect movie. She's mm-hmm. made movies that are very popular. Mm-hmm. She also made the Charlie's Angels movie, which is not very popular. Uh, and uh, yeah, Carrie Russell and Ray Liotta. All the, these are all people that what make all the stuff. Uh, I think it's, it is a grizzly bear. Grizzly bear, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just look, picture of the bear with a pile of cocaine in front of him. I wonder if it snorts it and accidentally eats it. I don't know. How much cocaine for a bear? I don't know. I, I, I guess they're dealers, so maybe there's just like, they have a huge stash of it, and they're if, going camping. I don't know when they're going camping. I don't know the plot beyond that, but it just gets into that and just goes insane Imagine off cocaine. you're trying to tell, like, your dealer, the guy that gave you the cocaine, that a bear ate it? Yeah, they're, they're probably dead. Gonna, they're dead no matter what. Yeah. They're probably going to escape the bear and then get shot up. Yeah. But then, like, the, the sequel, the bear is now hunting down the entire organization Getting yeah yeah i'm down it, for that that and the sequel i am so excited for cocaine bear it's it's, it's, it's the best bear. it's the best plot for movie i've ever heard and then just because we've talked about this a lot of times i, I want to get your thoughts on the podcast on, on this. the podcast because tlc talked. cancels counting on amid josh J- duggar's Good, child pornography case <gasps> now can you do your your rant on the duggars in general okay I don't like the Duggards. Um, Can you explain who they are? Okay, the Duggards are a fundamentalist family. I don't know where they live. Um, they made their own compound. They This is a reality show. This is a reality show on TLC. The channel, not the band. <laughs> um, they're uh, a fundamentalist group that the parents were not raised in the fundamentalist group. They started it after their first child or right before their first child. Um, their whole idea is that they have a kid a year because God told them to have a kid, um, that many kids, uh, so they live in this huge, like, barn house that they built that they made their children, their underage children build with them, um, so basically child slave labor, they also have them work on the land, and, uh, they homeschool all of them, but they don't homeschool them with a proper, like, through the school district, it's through their fundamentalist church program that teaches through the eyes of their fundamentalist uh, views. Um, so it's skewed, obviously. Uh, then all of the females have to wear 
uh, long skirts below their knees. They can't have their hair up. It's kind of a taboo to have their hair up. It's kind of like Mormonism when they get married very, very young. Um, and then uh, also I found out that TLC does not pay the children that are underage. Apparently, uh, Jim Bob Duggar, the dad of the whole group, they uh, he negotiates the contracts of all of his children, but it's uncertain if he actually gives that money to his children or they keep the money themselves as a family. Like, that's what he tries to umbrella it as. But to my understanding, the, the children do not get the money whatsoever. It goes to the... Um, the the parents but apparently in that culture they are like royalty um there's people that are like attention seeking that want to be friends with them uh, a few of their older daughters have gotten married but they got married at like 18 or 19 but their oldest child josh duggar um all of the kids they have one room one big room for the girls with a bunch of bunk beds and it's not even like the like a big spacious room. Like they have like twelve boys and twelve girls, so they all share rooms. So you're, are you telling a story that happened a few years ago that didn't get the can show canceled yeah. first? Okay, yeah. tell that so, story first. So the girls all share one room, and the boys all share one room. And apparently, I was I found out that to get to the girls' room, you have to pass the parents' bedroom. Like you don't have to go through their bedroom to get to the girls' room, but you have to pass by their door. So if uh anybody pass by to either get out or in, they would be able to hear. That was the idea behind that, uh, just to keep their females in line, basically. So the oldest, Josh Duggar, um, apparently molested at least two of his sisters. Um, the parents found out, and instead of, like, disowning him like a good parent should, to be honest, like, oh, we don't have children, but... That would be... I feel like it's a safe place to go. You can't say yeah, at that yeah, point. Yeah, 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 that, That's that. So, so he molested at least two of his sisters, and that only came out. Um, they there was a whole um, a, a court case was made out somehow. It got out, and then a court case was made. And the state that they lived in did like a messed up job because they were still minors at the time, and they released the names of the two girls that he did molest. The two old, I think it's like the two older girls, which you should have never released the names like that. Took that that story from them, that that power from them by releasing their names, but. Um, Instead of like sending them to jail or some type of actual rehab or something to help their child, they sent him to a family friend's farm to go work on and be um, like uh, like work out his feelings and and like devilness there or whatever. Now this happened a few years ago, and this is not what canceled the show. No. So then he comes back. Everybody loves him again. Um, it was like in their views, just a misstep. Which, it, no, it's not. It's not a misstep. You molested your sisters. That's not a misstep. Then he ended up getting married or was married at the time. Had a few kids. And now um, somebody found on his computer loads of child porn. Loads of it. Um, so he eventually got arrested. Uh, his wife happens to be the same type of fundamentalist um, background. So she's never going to leave this guy. And he's living with another family friend that doesn't have children, apparently, or the children don't live there because he shouldn't, he can't be around children. But the wife keeps bringing her children to visit their dad. And I'm like, that's not a, that's not a safe We've place We've already for shown him. that he's not safe with family. Yeah, like, it's not good. And I, I just don't, like, I really just don't like them. Like, anybody who's going to, in my views, like, oppress their children, um, 
control their children that much should like you it, you can't you can't like it's conditional love even even goes to like having that many kids is abuse yeah because what you do is you raise maybe the first two for a while mm -hmm. and then you have the the older ones take care of the younger ones and it's just it's generational of kids taking care of kids and who was a parent so what are you doing do yeah that. you're not doing the parenting thing also they have you're having them of their childhood they do this thing called like blanket training where once the kid gets like six or nine months old, they put the blanket, they put the baby on a blanket. Ba and to train the baby, you can't, um, as the baby, you can't make noise. You can't try to get off the blanket. The whole idea is if the baby tries to get off the blanket, you put the baby back on the blanket until they figure out to not get off the blanket. Like, why do you need to train a nine month old for that? That is, you're trying to get power over this child and train them for a very young age. So it's a cult. Yeah, basically. It's not a good cult. No. <laughs> and like, I don't like the guy. I'm, the like all the, I'm like all the good cults out there. This is not, not a good one. No, yeah. Call your dad. You're in a cult. Yeah. All right. So uh, that was the, that's, that's the movie news. Now, to finish off the show, this week we Tasha and I saw Black Widow, yeah. which was supposed to be the first movie I was going to go see when movies open up, up again. But then I was like... They put this movie off for a while. They put it off for a while, but also like... I couldn't wait to go back to movies once I was vaccinated. And there were so many good ones. I've seen like six or seven now. But anyways, this is the big one that's supposed to save the box office. Black Widow. A film about Natasha Romanoff and her quest between the films Civil War and Infinity War. So it's like a mid-quill in the, in the Marvel series where it just kind of gets inserted in between movies. Uh, stars, of course, Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh. Is it Pugh? I don't know how to say I her think name. it's Pugh. Uh, David Harbour, Rachel Weisz, Ray Winstone... And uh, William Hurt, and I think that's all the important people. The guy from um, go back up. That guy's from a uh, uh, Handsome Tale. O T, that uh, bad. I don't want to say his name wrong. I don't know how to say his name. Do Fage Benelli. Fage Benelli. Okay, gonna I was go gonna, I was gonna emphasize a part. That's why I didn't want to yeah. say it out loud. All right. Uh, so. Let's get your opinion. What do you think of Black Widow? I liked Widow? it. I liked it a lot. I really liked it. I know that you said you had some gripes about it. I'll, but, I'll, I'll explain them. But, I mean, Black Widow, it was made, it was, it like, I remember they said at the time when they were going to make it, it was before they even made, like, um, Captain Marvel. Like, this was going to be, like, the first, like, uh, big woman superhero. I think they even mentioned it before maybe Wonder Woman. I don't know. Oh, okay. But I remember at the time I was like, yes, yes. And they kept saying they were going to make it for years, like a few years. And they, put, like it's in, it's in the pipeline, but they kept on putting it off. Yeah. And then they kept putting it off, obviously, because of COVID to put it in theaters. Well, yeah. And then they killed they killed Black Widow. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, that's it. And they announced like, oh, we're, yeah. still, we're still doing that movie. Yeah. I think I think it was an amazing movie. I think it was really good for younger girls to see. Not, not necessarily. It was a very violent movie. So not even necessarily younger girls to see, but just to have a female a strong female superhero out there. I think Wonder Woman was great too. Yes. But I think we like Marvel more. Uh, I'm definitely more of a Marvel person. So I think this resonated more with us. Um, and I think it did highlight a lot of things that like people are um, not aware of, like human trafficking and stuff. Yeah, it's a it's a fun movie about human trafficking. So that was another thing that I kept saying. Like you said some things got spoiled for you. I was lucky nothing got spoiled for me. Yeah, well, also it's a... Uh... I'm a comic book fan, so I know these characters in a different way than you. And this is not yeah. this is not gatekeeping. So like I, I know some stuff about like the big villain they highlight on the commercials, Taskmaster, uh -huh. and stuff like that. And so I would see uh by the way, people, uh there will be spoilers. We're not gonna try to ruin the whole movie, but there there will be spoilers. So I had seen that 
uh, there's a twist to Taskmaster's identity. So mm-hmm. if you're a comic book fan, you see that, you're like, oh, okay, there's not the person I know who it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, stuff like that. And then because of that, I was able to figure out the twist in the movie. Just by knowing there's a twist, I was able to guess yeah. there's a twist. Stuff like that. And I remember, like, in previous Marvel movies, I don't know which ones, but they showed, like, Natasha in some type of, like, training camp or whatever. They've shown, the, they've shown clips of the Red Yeah, Red. like, her, like, in ballet training or whatever, and I was like... Yeah, I want to know more about that. Also, like, what happened to the other people that were there? Like, she wasn't the only one in this ballet oh, yeah. class. She is, uh, her her past is probably one of the most, she is probably one of the most dark superhero origins out there. So saying that, the thing that I only got, like, not even spoiled for me, but, like, after I saw the movie, I was so angry about because people were like, female directors just have a gentler tone of telling a story. And I'm like, this was not a gentle story. If you're taking this as a gentle story, yeah. you do not care about this population of people. The beginning of the movie was almost traumatic. I I, I got a lump in my throat in the beginning because the beginning is really yeah. sad and really messed up. And this is coming up. from like me who listens to murder podcasts and watch like years of unsolved mysteries. Like, like if you're gonna say that this is a gentle tone, you do not care. That, and it's not just like not even saying like about sorry about like a movie. Like you just do not care about women. That being said, I don't think they paid off the darker tone that started off with. I thought David Harbour, in the beginning of this movie, is part of the unforgivable thing. Yeah. And they played him off as so fun in the second half of the uh-huh. movie that I think it negated what he did. Even in the commercials, like, he's a fun-loving... Yeah, but that's which is why I was so surprised how, how dark he was yeah. in the beginning of it. Uh, which I, I had a hard time forgiving him. Mm-hmm. I love David Harbour. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great actor. He seems like a genuinely good dude. You never know with Hollywood people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But from the stories I've seen of him, he seems like a genuinely good and dude. And Lily Allen, which is your other girl. I love Lily Allen. Uh, but um, I thought I had a hard time liking him. He, he was great. He had a great performance. It has nothing to do with him. It had to no, do with no, the no, script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the same thing with Rachel Weisz. Not, not even the script, like the story. Like no, I, in the story, they were bad people. Yeah, but the script hurt the their their arc. The arc wasn't well done. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, same with Rachel Vice. I thought she was also not as bad as David Harbour. She also went some dark paths mm-hmm. that I don't feel like paid off. And what bugged me in this movie is that some of the scenes, I don't think they knew what they were going for. Mm-hmm. They would flip side. They would flip point of views in the middle of scenes where I didn't think they earned it. So you think they're going for one thing in the scene. And then some of the dialogue go in different directions. It's like, wait, what happened in this direction we we're going in? It's almost like it wasn't planned out. Like, almost they were impro- they did one draft of the script and then just kind of, like, that's good enough. So the dialogue needed tightening. That being said, the performances were fantastic. Florence Pugh stole the movie. Mm-hmm. I love her. She's become, after this movie, she's become my new Hollywood crush. I love her so much. <laughs> she's Who so good in this movie. One? Uh, I, I don't remember right now. That's how, that's how yeah. much she did it. There's been some, oh, uh, Anna Kendrick. Uh, <laughs> That's how quickly I forget. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Anna Kendrick? He doesn't care about women. Uh, I, I've already been a fan of hers from, uh, she did Fighting With My Family, which mm-hmm. is an amazing movie about wrestling. And I hate wrestling, but she's so good in that. She was good in Little Woman, too. She, she was the best person in that movie, which I did not like that movie. She's great in Midsummer. No, she, oh, yeah. She's always been good, but this movie, I feel like, is what I'm really, like, she's genuinely very, like, oh, part of it is the dialogue, but she delivered the dialogue so mm-hmm. great. Her thing about her vest, that's when I got her. That's and it'll make it more, uh, more vestless, like liked, more liked by females. Yes, for sure. And I think that's also what I liked about it. It reminded me of you because I told the story in the podcast before. Okay, I'm ruining a scene, but she does. She'll do it better than what I'm ruining for you. 
uh, Yelena, played by uh, by Florence Pugh, as an adult after she gets out of this thing, her first article of clothing that she ever buys for herself, mm-hmm. it's not bought for her, is this vest with tons of pockets. And that's her favorite it's thing like about it. It's like a military it. vest. It's not even a cute vest, but she just she loves it. the pockets. And it reminded me of you because in our in your vows, you stopped your vows to talk about how your wedding dress had pockets yeah. in it, and you even got everyone chanting about how great pockets were. Pockets. They pocket, don't have enough pockets. pockets in women's clothes. Oh yeah, no, I've like, heard a lot. Do you ever think like Black Widow has any pockets in her clothes? No, no she doesn't. By the way, something that reminds me of something else. Uh, the director purposely tried to make the clothes less sexy. They, she tried to not sexualize. The characters in my now Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh are beautiful women, so mm-hmm. we're still gonna find them. Males still gonna try, find them attractive, but they're less less sexualized than they were back in like Iron yeah, Man Two. Yeah, because there's been like in some of her um, other costumes, she's had like cleavage out, yeah. which like you would never have that out fighting. The, the, these clothes are form fitting, but even then, they, it wasn't like it felt like it was gonna her pants were gonna split yeah. or anything like that. And they did a good job of mocking some of the things that Scarlett Johansson has done as a character, which is probably told she was probably told to do by male directors yes. in the past. They take that and they poke fun of it in that movie. Yeah. I thought that was really good. The action sequences in this movie were phenomenal. Yeah. They're probably some of the best in the MCU. They probably trained their asses be- off for that. Yeah. Be- yeah. Part of it, they talked about this. Uh Florence Pugh apparently actually has dance training in her uh-huh. background. She's a dancer. Okay. So they she knows how to take choreography. So there's a fight scene in this movie between Natasha and Yelena, uh, Scarlett Johansson and Florence mm-hmm. Pugh, where they incorporated her ability to do that into that fight sequence. So like they're able to do that. Also, Scarlet Witch and all the Black Widows, not Scarlet Witch, Black Widow and all the other widows in this mm-hmm. movie are people. They do not have superpowers. This is a spy film. Yeah. With the exception of David Harbour, who is a superhero and has powers, mm-hmm. everyone else does not have powers. And so their fight scenes are a little bit more realistic. Not real for but us for, <laughs> but for like they're, they're more along the lines of james bond kind of action than yeah. they are for or like Marvel. jason Bourne, like yeah that. this isn't captain america and thor battling it out exactly so and it's a spy film it genuinely is a spy film with tributes like there's a very big moonraker tribute in this movie which i hate moonraker it's a james bond movie but they did it better than moonraker uh the, it is a tribute to spy films and they embrace it and they're MCU does a good job of making those kind of, like, picking a genre and going with it. And they did a good job with this one. It was pretty good. I wish they had done this years ago because it would have been fun to have a nice trilogy of Scarlett Johansson. And maybe they'll start other ones here or there. I don't know how it's going to work. What bugs me is I felt like I thought this movie was being made to pay off why, why Black Widow was so ready to die in Endgame. Because I felt like it wasn't as deserved as, like, she seemed like, in her moment when she dies in Endgame, she's like, I need, like, I'm ready to go. I have so much weighing on me. Mm-hmm. Let me do one more thing to save my name, to make me a hero, to make me a better person than I am. Mm-hmm. That's how I took that. And I wanted that moment where I wanted a sad ending for this movie. You and said I felt that, like it, I didn't feel like it paid off. You said that when we left, and I was like, yeah, you're right. But then I thought about it because I was, a, I don't know what we were doing, but I thought about that too. And then I was like, no, because she literally says like she was a bad person because she was conditioned to do things. So I think I think you wanted your sad moment to like make that happen. But I also feel like she's like she she's I mean, she's still like Florence Pugh says it in the movie, like little girls look up to you because they think you're a superhero. But like you were a trained killer. Yeah, They point that out. But like it's still it didn't feel like it paid off. 
And and maybe I'm wrong. The Scarlett Johansson spell, says that it felt like this was a good closure for her character. Mm-hmm. It gave her that those moments that she was looking for to justify that she mentioned to justify the end game moment I'm talking about. Uh-huh. I didn't feel it. That's that's on me maybe, but that's what I feel like mm-hmm. that moment. If they were going to make a movie that flashes back, and if you watch the trailers for this movie leading up to it, they would show they that do moment. They flashback, yeah. And so like I was like, okay, this is gonna show what led to that moment. Or flash forward, yeah. And it, they never did. There was a moment I thought they were going to. There is some stuff around the end of the movie which, if they had leaned into it just a little bit more, would have paid that off. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin that because it's pretty big. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you watch the movie, you might know what I'm talking about. Uh, and fight sequences stuff that uh, I thought were dark and could have gone that way, but they didn't. Uh, and I don't want to spoil it here. But I yeah. think she just had a lot of baggage and she was ready she definitely to let did. go. She did. And she like, she has the most... Her and, and Bucky mm-hmm. ha- are carrying the most baggage yeah. in the MCU. Uh, so both of them could have done that. Uh, it, it's just my opinion. I still enjoy it. I give it a four out of five American Pies. American Pies? Okay. The song. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I still enjoy it. So it's, it's, a, it's a good movie. It's genuinely enjoyable. And I'm usually bored of the uh, the, solo, the solo flicks where it's just focused on one hero, especially their first one, mm-hmm. are usually the, the worst one in the series. They usually mm-hmm. just fight, have them fight against a clone of themselves. And it's the same movie and over, over and over again. This one's one of the better ones because it doesn't do that. It doesn't do that. And I think she had such a rich history that you're right that they should have done this a long time ago. Yes. But I don't think we would have gotten this movie 10 years ago. No, we would definitely would. It would have been definitely the cleavage yeah. shot. Uh, sexual. Is Everything is just sexual about yeah. her version of this character. And they made it more character driven. The yeah. dialogue, especially between her and Florence Pugh, was so good. I wish there were more movies with them together because I loved their chemistry. They were so good. It's, it's, a, it's a really good movie. It just didn't pay off what I felt like it should have paid off. If it was not paying off Endgame, I think it would have been a better movie. Mm. So, uh, yeah, four out of five. And how, many, how much do you give I'll this? I'll say four and a half because I don't hate women. Okay, yeah, I definitely hate women. <laughs> By the way, hosts that people got pissed off about. So Fandango, uh, you know, the ticket selling company, they do, they have, their, their symbol for their company is a big F, right? Mm-hmm. And they, so they posted on Facebook, they did that symbol is for female. And there are so many butthurt people in that comment. Like, Fandango, you're supposed to be selling tickets. You're not supposed to be getting political. It's like, come oh on. It's God. action film starring females. That's all it is. They didn't say females are better again, than men. Again, move along. Move along. No, whatever you're going to say in line is not going to, like. People just... People were not were already not willing to give this movie a, a, a shot and say it was going to fail because it's a female lead. Yeah. It's political if it's a female lead. It's political if it's a black lead. It's political if it's a, if it's a Muslim lead, which is coming up pretty soon. They're going to have a Muslim lead in the TV show, but she's going to movies already. They already announced the movie she's going to be in, too. Uh, it's going to come up, and people are going to think everything's political to just have diversity. Well, people just want to make movie, bro. If it's not a straight white man, they think it's going to fail. But guess what? This movie made uh, it made eighty million at the box office during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It made sixty million more off of Disney Plus Premier Access. Oh, nice! So it is the biggest success that has come out of the pandemic yet. This movie did not fail. So all you butt hurt whiny babies out there, you lose, yeah. and you always lose. Just get over it. Just they're making a Captain Marvel sequel. They're they will make more movies like this. Female movies are going to survive because guess what? Men are the only people that like comics, and women like this stuff too. And now that we've opened it up and gotten more inclusive, not made 
women have to watch action films which are about like men being heroes and women being damsels, more women want to see that stuff because they're better representation. Yeah. Represent. It's never been the action movies are for men and other movies are for women. It's just been, we've been writing them where it's sexist towards women. That's the biggest problem. And still, women have liked those movies. It's never been a thing where women didn't like this stuff. No. So grow because up. Because I watched all the Marvel movies. Yeah. You didn't drag me you to watch, them. And you watched the James Bond movies. You like that, you like action. It's not just a, it's just not, it's not a men or women thing. Yeah. It's just, now they're writing better inclusive for women. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. It's a good movie. Yeah. So yeah, definitely say check it out. It's not perfect, but a good time. All right, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I just realized I did the same thing I keep on doing every single time where I say I should put this in the beginning of the show, which is please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. So we can get 16 Nobody people. besides me, I've rated it. I haven't left a review, but I've left a rating. And I'm the only person that has rated this podcast. So please, somebody else, go on there and uh, make me feel better. Or make me feel... You can just shout me out. You don't mm-hmm. even have to shout him out. Yeah, people think that you're on every episode. My brother found out... Wait, she's not on every episode? <laughs> yes, she's on every other episode. I have a guest lined up for the next one, and then we'll have her back. It's all good, fun, and games. Uh, but please do that. I, I appreciate it so much. Or go on someone else's computer and do it for on their computer, too. I'd appreciate it. Or just their make, phone. Just, or, or, or phone or whatever. Just lie to me. Make me feel good. All right, thank you for listening to Unlicensed Entertainment. I am your host, Carl Under, my lovely wife, Natasha. Bye. Goodbye, y'all. Y'all?